Hey there, what's going on? It's House, bestrevenuewriter.com. And today I'm going to tell you three outbound lead generation tips. They're going to help you in 2021 have a fantastic year, close some deals, hunt some new business. So the first one is going to be segmenting your lists. Now, some people, they like to do it like this, where they'll separate into column one, column two, and column three, level one, level two, level three. However you do it, it doesn't really matter. But the point is that you want to group them out into priority levels. High probability win zones should be at the top of your mindset. For that level one, you're going to put your top 50 or top 100 there. I personally prefer to put my top 50. I believe in a super concentrated outreach approach. Again, that's up to you and depends on how many accounts that you're typically carrying. Now, when you do this, I also like to split it into two different levels because I find that if you split it into three different levels, the difference between three and two gets a little bit muddy and it's tough to see what what the differentiators really are. Then I also find that you're spending time on really lo-fi, as I call it, accounts and should be spending that time on your level one or level two. So what I do is I keep them into those two parts, but I've seen people do three and have success. So again, it's going to be up to you and your process. You know it best, but make sure that you segment it, have qualities that separate the accounts to show what are high probability win zones for you. Make sure that when you're doing outbound outreach, giving special attention to these specific accounts because you wanna make sure that you're following up with them the most. There's only so many hours in a day, so it's all about how you manage your time. That doesn't mean that for the rest of the accounts that I send them garbage. I actually have a process where I work into my messaging industry-specific quality. So let's say that it's digital currency. We'll have a part of my script that talks about that. So it's already worked into my messaging and it's already segmented so that it's somewhat custom. It's just not gonna be as finely detailed as let's say somebody that's in my top 50 and I reference trade show that they were at or I reference an interview that they were in or a podcast, whatever it is, that's the difference. But make sure that you're segmenting your list, keep a clean list at all times. Number two, what you wanna be mindful of is always have something valuable to say. This is especially true in the modern era. What tends to happen a lot of the time is sales representatives, they will get discouraged because they find that they're not getting anywhere with a prospect, especially on a first outreach touch point. Reason for that is because they do not find you valuable right out the gate and not to mention the familiarity aspect, human nature that we're wired to view things we don't know as a threat. It confuses us. So over time, the exposure effect will take in You'll become more familiar. You're going to find that people are more receptive or to at least responding to you. Maybe not do business, but at least tell you why they're not responding to you or why your product or service is not a good fit. You want to make sure that you're studying a lot and finding useful things from their perspective. So let's go back to the digital currency example one more time. I might say something like, did you know that X regulation is going to happen in these eight states? and how that might affect your business. Kind of a generalized example, but you can use that and just have that did you know or have you heard about. And that typically is enough to pique some interest. And this is particularly useful if your product or service is not groundbreaking. It's tough to have something in the market that is groundbreaking or totally new, reinventing the wheel. A lot of things people have heard or are aware about. So this is a way that you specifically 
can stand out as being a valuable consultant type of sales representative. And number three, what you want to make sure that you're doing, and sales managers, they're going to hate this one, but if you must and you do not have AI that automatically logs things and takes your analytics, for the love of God, do not track your data and log things during your day during prime time selling hours sales managers will be pissed off and say well that's going to make our database messy we're not going to have an accurate picture our data analytics are going to be all over the map well put it to you like this do you think the ceo of the company is going to be more upset by the analytics being slightly off or missing revenue one of them is more noticeable than the other, and then you won't have to worry about your CRM being clean when you have to go find a new place to work at. When it comes to your selling hours, protect them. Make sure that if you must, do it at the end of the day. Most companies that are big enough to have sales teams will typically have some sort of AI that does this. There's also many, especially startups, that do not. Why waste your prime time selling hours when your energy is at its highest to do things that are zero, one activities? Your best energy should be spent in high probability win zones, which is on the phones, sending cold emails, holding sales calls.